0: Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed.
1: Paris, you know what I miss? New Orleans. Or New oh. Orleans. New Orleans. And there's a certain way you're supposed to say that. And I'm not quite sure. New, New, Orleans? Orleans? I don't know. Mm. New Orleans? I don't know. New Orleans? I don't know. I mean, I know you've been a few times since we went, but don't lie. You had so much more fun with me. <laughs> um, I had fun with your
0: boobs. <gasps> Oh, my God, dude. And the beads. <gasps> oh, and holy shit. Remember? Hand grenades. Those things were amazing. Uh,
1: I <laughs> I really feel like I have to clarify. No, it wasn't Mardi Gras. And no, I wasn't showing my boobs for beads. You don't know, really make that sound bad. You don't need to just,
0: clarify. Don't clarify. Just go I with it. I need to clear Embrace that it. up no, right now. No, don't let Whatever. her fool you,
1: okay? <laughs> and I'm not sure what it is with you. Like, you get drunk, and you feel like it's really interesting to grab my boobs. I just but- like
0: to get jiggy with it.
1: What? But I guess I should have expected that when we had, what were they? Like yard long drinks that just was too much bo- boost hand for your little body to- hand, <laughs> they're hand grenades, grenades. But they're not the size of a hand grenade. They're like, what
0: tall. are those things, those drinks at um, Yard House?
1: <gasps> oh. It's like that. No. Is it Yard House? Not, I thought, not the it's drink
0: the, itself, fool. The actual like cups. You know how like they're really the yard long cups? It's Fat Tuesdays or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't live in Vegas anymore. I, I'm, we're not too good at this.
1: <laughs> but do you remember what else you did?
0: Mm-mm. What? What did, you
1: what did I do? What uh, did I do? Seriously? What did I do? You, you don't remember? Mm-mm. Okay, so first of all, you only had the same amount. Of, well, you claim you had a smaller drink than we did. I don't believe that's true. But Hold
0: on. That is true. Why do you keep going down this path? I I got a smaller, wee-sized drink, okay, because he said I couldn't handle it, so I got the half-yard thingy, whatever they call them, the mini Grenady, the the mini grenade. that's a new word, right? Grenady? Grenady, I don't know, Mm -hmm. Granada? No, that's a place. No, that's not right.
1: No, no, no. no. But see, I'm, I'm more referring to the moment you decided you wanted a job as a paparazzi. I mean, picture this, friends. This <gasps> oh. story is fantastic.
0: Oh, I see. So we're
1: having a great time. We're walking bar to bar. If you've never been to New Orleans, you don't maybe don't understand this, but everything's just kind of open and you're wandering, you know. And Paris was actually there taking photos for an event. But technically, at that time, we were off the clock, I think. So we're in the middle of dancing at this one bar, and suddenly this little shit, and little shit is in the 12-year-old-sized Paris, goes running out the door like the damn Flash. Now, I think you all know the rules, right? Like, you never leave a friend behind when you're drinking and bar hopping.
0: Uh, listen, I was there to do a job, and I did it! <laughs> I mean... Well, yeah, you did. But, of
1: course, me panicked that I'm about to lose my friend in a new city. I mean, we've never been there at that point. None of us had been there before. And this was before the whole find my friends apps. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) I go chasing after her only to skid to a halt behind her as she points her camera to the smiling executives that had been walking by the bar. So it was like that moment that you feel like you got caught by your parents. Mm-hmm. You're drinking Boone's Farm for the first time, Ooh. and you're wasted.
0: Boone's Farm. <laughs> I love
1: it's, it. It's moments like this, though, that I live for our memories because, damn, it was funny.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I never sobered up so fast in my damn life. Oh, man. Talk about someone throwing you in a
1: cold shower you've been having such a great time.
0: <laughs> Those executives are scary.
1: <laughs> you know, and speaking of cold showers, have I told you about this book that I've been reading? I don't, the hoarding book. Have I told you about this yet?
0: No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Is this a book club thing? Because my it, book club is, is totally different than your book club. Let's book clarify that. completely all right? different. Yeah. Mine's like, let's like have personal growth and yours is like, let's find the most fucked up story and let's... Enjoy it.
1: <laughs> hey, I enjoyed this book. I finished it. So let me. I'm I proud of you. Give <laughs> I should give God. a little plug to the book itself. It's called The House We Grew Up In, and it's written by uh, Lisa Jewell. And it's a New York Times bestseller or whatever.
0: Um, now, see, but the wh- that title alone, The House We Grew Up we- In, it's one of those titles that could either be, oh, it's a very sweet story, or it's a fucking horror movie. It's like well, that. That's what it the- sounds like to me. <laughs>
1: the cover is an egg that's cracked.
0: Oh, well, that kind of gives it away. Right.
1: Right. It's not it's not all a happy story. Yeah. But it's all basically the story of this family and the mom um, is a hoarder and she goes from being like a simple hoarder to a very severe hoarder and how horrible it is. I mean, there's a whole slew of other (laughs) issues in this family. There's cheating, there's drug dealing, there's, you know, breakdowns, there's all sorts of crap that happens in this book in this family. But the one thing that this book will do to you and make you reevaluate everything you're keeping in your closet, in your garage, under your bed, anything that you feel like you can't get rid of, but literally have no use for, you will
0: suddenly decide that you no longer need that. <laughs> so this bitch is like a sneaky Marie Kondo is what you just told me. The, the book is.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and even, I don't, I don't usually read books like this. So. This is like also a plug for book clubs, friends. If you guys have friends that like to read and you guys read different types of genres, get together and pick a book for everybody. And however you want to do it, we throw a bunch of books into a a drawing and someone, whatever gets drawn, that's what we read. And it could be any genre possible. I never would have picked up this book if it hadn't gotten picked. But it definitely... Number one has made me realize that my life is not as bad as I think it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't keep the shit. Like, I think there, Um, she was keeping the foils to candies. That was one of the things that struck me as the weirdest. What the hell? Yeah. Her kids would open up uh, eggs, like chocolate eggs on Easter. Yeah. And, you know, they have the pretty foils on some of them.
0: Yeah, the one I would lick. The- yeah, those. Ew, what are you licking foil for? I don't ask. I don't know. Uh, it has either. chocolate. It has, like, chocolate remnants on it. I don't know. I was a kid. Leave me alone. Not if it hasn't melted. Well, like the Cadbury. Okay, listen, the Cadbury eggs, those always oh. had the little yeah, remnants of stickiness. Okay, because I didn't get enough sugar out of the egg, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I have to lick foil wrappers. I don't do it anymore.
1: Well, she would take those wrap her kids, if they try to throw the wrappers away, she'd freak out. And then she'd take them and she'd smooth them out really pretty, like, and she'd save them all. Because, and the ex- explanation that she gives at one point in the book, is that each thing that she has is attached to a memory. And if she doesn't have a physical remnant to a memory, that memory will fade. It's the weirdest
0: That's thing. kind of an interesting it, premise,
1: though. Right? Very interesting. So, but the book was great. So if you are looking for a book club book or just something to really make you want to clean out your closet that you haven't looked at in 15 years,
0: <laughs> this is the book you should read, The House We Grew Up In. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. Meanwhile, my book club, we're reading a book that actually in chapter three made me put the book away. It told me, do not go past this chapter. You have an assignment. An assignment. Oh. For three days straight, and you are not allowed to touch this book.
1: And I'm yes, like, not what my idea kind of fucked up
0: <laughs> book club. Now you got a book that's bossing you around. Honestly, you have enough people. I mean, don't, don't get, enough get me people wrong, bossing you around. It is right. I have enough people bossing me around, but this book actually—I mean, it's a very interesting book. I will—I will give it that. And of course, I don't remember the name of the book. Oh well. You're looking too around, bad. Like it's I'm going looking around appear. like, where is the book? It's in my purse, in the other room. So I'm sorry, but yeah. I'll maybe update everybody on what the hell the book was on the next uh, episode, but let's get into it. All right. So I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to the best cub ever. I've been married to my kick ass husband for 10 and a half years and I work full time. We love traveling the world together and I am so glad I can finally say that man. I want to go back to Paris. Not just me, the actual city, Courtney. Okay, not just me. But in my, yeah, France. (laughs) But in my normal life, I love planning my kids' parties. It's definitely my jam.
1: All right. Well, I'm Courtney, mom to three little minions who keep me moving at all times. I work full time at a job I really do enjoy, actually. Um, But I seem to find all the side projects because life just isn't busy enough. I've been married close to 12 years, and I sometimes I think I'm married to Paris, which is why my husband is called her brother. The two of them are two alike, and it's kind of fucking creepy.
0: Um, You're welcome. We love you.
1: <laughs> okay. No, you don't.
0: You Anyways, there are several times in marriage where I sit and think to myself, in my next life, I would really like to come back as a man. One of these times is when it comes time to plan the Cubs' birthday parties. I don't know why... This isn't something that is built into the marriage vows. I feel like they should be. I, hold up a second. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd want to be a
1: man. There just seems like there'd be a lot of other issues involved there.
0: No, wait. How would being a man be an issue? They have it pretty great, if you ask me.
1: Um, I'm not sure I want to worry about a penis.
0: Oh, that protrusion.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thingy sticking out of you. I'm good with my any. Just saying. (laughs) I mean,
1: this isn't to insult any of the single dads out there that do it all, if you're listening. Uh, I do know they exist, and I commend you for giving your kids everything and giving your all to that. Uh, But I get what Paris is saying in general. We as moms are under fire for it all. And damn it, if that doesn't sometimes make you feel just really stressed out. (laughs)
0: Okay, so whoever the main parent is that gets the joy of planning parties, we is talking to you people, okay? We is. We is, all right? If you live in Las Vegas, the options kind of blow, if you ask me.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not sure options are much better anywhere else, actually. I mean, granted, I don't live in a big town, so we limited ourselves just by doing that, but... You know, when we do plan, we have to decide if parents will drive their kids to a party or not, like, out of our little, like, town. And I feel like with Vegas, you kind of deal with that because you live kind of on the outskirts and say you want to do something on the opposite side. It's still a pretty long drive.
0: Yeah, 25 minutes. (laughs) It's really not that (laughs) far from
1: I don't know. I remember traffic being much worse than that.
0: Uh, I guess. They did the neon project, really. But I don't even know if that really solved any problems. But um, Oh, come on. Let's not get into road construction. It never solves anything. I know. But anyway, so in Vegas, we have two seasons, not four. We have Hot as Fuck or freeze your ass off. So outdoor parties are risky any time of year here. Just saying. Yeah, so true.
1: That's also an issue here in Oregon. I mean, you really can't do an outdoor party without risk any time of the year, except maybe maybe the middle of summer. I don't know. I mean, and when I'm thinking about that, we've had torrential downpours in June. So I'm not even sure if that works. But um, at least those are kind of warm, and you could possibly have fun Even if it's raining, so.
0: Portland is kind of weird. And I will say, the one time that I spent eight days in Portland with Courtney, I think this was the first time I went to visit her. And she was like, oh, friend, you need to come prepared because it's going to rain every day. The sun doesn't come out here. I shit you not. The sun came out for Paris. Yeah, Every day, yes, so and the only time, the time it rained, I think, was what the last day I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so funny. But you know, my kid was born in the freeze your aft time uh, ass wow aft ass ass. Ass, ass, ass ass ass. You ass, can't even curse aff. correctly. I can ping pong ass and aft though. Did you did you see that? Yeah. Did you that see what good. I did there? Was good. Uh. <laughs> so, anyways, he was, he was born in the freeze your ass off time frame. See, I got it, <laughs> which is great. When you're pregnant,
1: and oh, dude, and shit, sure.
0: but in your you know you're not dying in the heat, but you know basically you can never have an outdoor cheap option, you know, and that's pretty much what I'm getting at. My price my price range is always in the hundreds of dollars range, and venues charge for fucking everything. Well,
1: friends, you should just think you're lucky ass stars right now that you only have one.
0: I do. I do. I feel for the parents who have more than one. And I'm looking at you, Courtney. (laughs) And they clearly got busy at the same time of year and had the kids in like the same month. Those people, they didn't think ahead. Okay, you know, um, you should have that conversation if you already have one kid. Like, listen, Dan, stay off my vagina because I know your ass isn't going to plan any of these kids parties. So back the fuck up. Don't touch me. Don't touch me, Dan. <laughs> Damn, fuck you, Dan. Yeah, that
1: that would totally blow too. I mean, having three is rough, but at least our parties are a few months apart. Um, but I can just see Paris now with the calendar. Nope, we ain't having sex today because that kid would be born too close to the first one. Schedule another day, dear. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so really the point today is birthday parties and the hell that we as moms go through to get this shit done. Um. I really feel like Paris should just talk the entire time because honestly, no one I know is better at this shit than her.
0: (laughs) I have done my fair share of planning. That's true. And last year, I actually got off for good behavior or some shit. I don't know. Uh, We decided instead of a party to give the kid an option. Okay, so A was have a party or B, take a trip somewhere. My cub loves traveling. So he picked option B, of course, uh, even without knowing where he was going. You know, he's a huge history buff. So we took him to Alcatraz, which I will tell you is freaky as hell. But he really loved it.
1: Man, I love Alcatraz.
0: You <laughs> love San like Francisco in general.
1: I do love San Francisco. I have to say that. Uh, was really excited to take my oldest minion there this last year. But that was for something educational. But I wish that I could get out of parties and travel three times a year. I'm just not in Paris's financial lane.
0: (laughs) My financial lane. You're hilarious. I have one kid. If I had three, I wouldn't be taking three trips for them either. So I guarantee you that. It would be McDonald's for everybody. Okay? Does McDonald's still do those kids' parties, though? I don't know. Because I remember when I was a kid, that was a thing. I had my 10th birthday party there, and I still remember it perfectly.
1: Wait. Was it really a thing? Or did our parents just take our friends and... Buy everyone Happy Meals and just let us go play in this scary play structure. No. (laughs) I don't remember this.
0: No, it was real. I have the pictures, okay? I still have them to this day uh, from everything. And the center of the restaurant was roped off for my party, okay? It was decorated with balloons and everything. And then the McDonald's hostess, that's a real title, by the way, (laughs) um, the McDonald's hostess person took us outside and we played games and stuff. But I don't think they do that anymore. Or at least I haven't seen any kids' parties at McDonald's since. So I don't know.
1: There's no way. I definitely didn't get any of that. And, <laughs> you know, and oh my God, speaking of financial land and kids, did I tell you now that the oldest minion is no longer considered a child in anything and I have to pay adult pricing? That's some bullshit. I, I seriously, I clearly need to pick up a second job or some shit to pay for this kid. Um, Anyways, on the actual subject of parties, Paris, how early do you start planning the Cubs B-Day parties?
0: Uh, six months in advance. I don't fuck around. Shit. If I did that,
1: I would be planning... A party every fucking day of the year, and actually probably two parties. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, I just need to get my head in the right space to think about themes and where we can possibly do them. Uh, My favorite is when I call the venue and they tell me, um, ma'am, we don't plan that far out in advance.
1: Because not everybody's crazy like you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then I end up sitting there thinking that they need a whole corporate restructure (laughs) and there's no way that their business is going to thrive and stay in business if they can't book a party six months in advance. Like, what the fuck, people? I'm not going to remember to call you in fucking December. It's not like a month before the party. I am in Christmas mode at that point. It's not going to happen. That's why I don't like it. I don't like it. I need to open my own kids venue here.
1: (laughs) I was going to say you should open your own or I don't know, become a consultant and teach these people your ways. It's it feels like Jedi. Seriously. Seriously. I'm going to use the force. Yeah. And (laughs) getting venues can sometimes feel like the cornucopia and the in the Hunger Games. It's a battle out there, folks. There are parents calling every day six months in advance until they can book (coughs) Paris. Ha, me. Me, me, (laughs) me, me, me. me. Pick me, pick me. And then there's those that call a week in advance, like me, and hope for the best. I've done parties in our house, but honestly, I'd rather have a venue where I
0: don't have to clean up. Yeah. I don't want to do that. The Hunger Games? Yeah. May the odds be ever in our fucking favor.
1: Okay. (laughs) Now. So six months in advance for Paris. And for me, I'm lucky if I'm planning a few weeks in advance. I am literally the worst last minute planner in the world. I am not always that bad, though, but time just sneaks away, like with every other damn thing that you know we're doing. So I find myself saying, oh, we still have two months. <laughs> and then suddenly, you know, birthday's like next week, and we only have three weekends to choose from, and no venues are available, and my kids don't know what the fuck they want to do, and I'm at a complete loss.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it
1: sounds like pre-planning is probably much
0: better. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's pretty much like uh, 2019 Christmas. I know everybody felt the pain of that.
1: Uh, oh, how the man. hell did that just
0: sneak up on everybody? Do not steal a fucking week from me between Honestly. Thanksgiving and Christmas.
1: It messed me up so bad this year. Yeah. And I'm not a great pre-planner anyways. So this year felt even worse. Like I was literally that person on the 22nd and the 23rd finishing my Christmas shopping because I had not gotten everything handled.
0: Yeah, no, losing that week was Horrendous. I I hate to admit this, people, but I opened all my Christmas cards from people like the weekend after Christmas. I can't lie. I didn't see Courtney's well, card until uh <laughs> almost the new year just saying I was well, like, oh no- my gosh, this is so cute. Cause my, my husband's like, um, babe, are you gonna open these or are they just what are they what are you doing? <laughs> don't you usually put them up? Because I, don't I don't mind do the display. They're not going up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not this year and nope. i know that we're not the only ones because i still have cards truckling in this week i mean we're rec- well, this is going to be posted what in Jan- late january or whatever we obviously record in advance so i still have cards coming after christmas we are not the only ones feeling
0: this pain <laughs> oh i know so everybody fair warning thanksgiving is late again this year oh, okay you're so you're getting fucked me. again a week i cannot so deal be with that extra prepared Okay. Hey, friend,
1: will you put it on your calendar to remind me in November I should start my Christmas shopping? And I will remind you to put up
0: your Christmas tree in October. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, do that, too. <laughs> Thanks. So I don't know how Courtney, like, fucking functions on that, like, stressful time frame of planning parties, like... like with zero time she does it but I would lose my mind if I fucking did that as it is this year the venue I tried to book was beyond ridiculous the only time frame that they would give me ready friends 6 30 p.m to 8 30 p.m okay for a kid's Now, granted he's you know he's gonna be 10 but still like I feel like nobody's gonna show up I was like that is not gonna work for a kid's party. And I asked her if there was like another Saturday that they had an earlier time frame. Nope, she said no. That is the I don't only like that time. Answer. Yeah, no, we don't like her. Um, I think her name's Natalie. We don't like her. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Natalie. Sorry, if you're Natalie. A listener. <laughs> I really do like you. You were actually really kind to me, but um, you didn't want to move the fucking time frame. So now I'm mad at you. For now, anyways. Moving on. You know like I'm I I just thought it was total bullshit so I am gonna be switching venues uh even though my heart was set on that one the biggest concern was that no kids are gonna show up for a Saturday night party you know unless they're fucking sleeping over and hell that ain't happening in my house sorry you know the girl tried to even sell me on the fact that oh but the kids would still have access to the free skate time after the party until 10 p.m. This chick clearly does not have children. Okay. I, and I'm not the only parent. Okay. That lets my kid, am I, I just, you know, I just don't get it. I'm not the only parent that lets their kid stay up past nine. Like I just I don't do that. Does Cor- Courtney do you no. do that? I don't no. do it. You know even on the weekends we
1: don't let them do that. Uh-oh. No, that's kind of late for the age of the cub. And I and I realize that all parents have different ideas of bedtime. So yeah. But you have to think about the average. The worry of kids not showing up to your kids' uh, birthday parties is another anxiety I personally have. You know it's um so if it's a if it's a time thing then you're only just putting another barrier in the way of kids showing up and your child being disappointed. (laughs) You know, it's never actually happened in our family where, you know, nobody shows up, but it is usually just RSVPs happen late or, you know, nobody RSVPs and they show up anyways. That happens a lot, you know, but, hi all parents are in the same damn boat we are in and they forget or also kids forget to give invites over or you know like whatever (laughs) yeah um you know invites are crumpled up in the bottom of their (laughs) their backpacks the parents can't actually find them because it's like searching for the holy grail the bottom of their backpack and you just you're not finding it hold on did you go to
0: my house did you come to my (laughs) house and look through my kids backpack because i think
1: there was three stuck together dude it's every kid's backpack and you know the other thing that I don't think I ever actually mentioned this to you before, but you realize the oldest minion is a freshman this year. First year in high school. No, I'm still in denial. He, it's okay, not well happening. Well, you can pretend it's not true. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> he was supposed to have a locker. He was going to have a locker buddy. They had this whole thing. Well, the locker never worked. And like they never got it. So he lugs all his crap every day to and from school. And I ask him all the time. Did you ever get your locker fixed? No. No point now. Like he just has this down now. But his backpack... Dude, I'm pretty sure there are animals living in it. What? And I just, don't, I don't want to touch it. I'm like, how? He's got good grades. He's turning his shit in. But I'm like, what is happening with this bag right now? I know. Anyways. Have
0: you ever? Have you ever though? Since we're talking about kids' backpacks and stuff, um, have you ever stuck your hand in your kid's backpack? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And you pull your hand out because something has gone underneath your nail, and you're like, what? In God's name,
1: is no. under my fingernail? And no. I'm always like.
0: Do I want to smell it? Should I smell? it? <laughs> Never. Smell Definitely don't it. want to lick it because yikes. But yeah, no, that oh that happens. I I don't know. You have a little girl, so does this happen with little girl backpacks? Because I only have a boy. You know,
1: actually, my daughter is worse than my boys, <laughs> and and you know, I <laughs> my boys they're not like the neatest people in the world or anything. But when it comes like, so my oldest, he has this thing. He eats hot lunch every day okay parents you can shoot me later whatever what's wrong with hot Um, lunch oh you know there's that debate about whether it's healthy or not i don't want to fucking hear it anyways so my two younger two though i don't really give them an option and here's why okay (laughs) my daughter will never eat a healthy lunch it doesn't matter that they give them vegetable options and all these things she'll never eat them so i have to control what goes into her lunch pay her lunch bag so i make them lunch every year friend so she's now what in fourth grade so the last counting kindergarten the last five years we've mm-hmm. had to replace her lunch bag at least once throughout the year what because she either loses it or she has spilled everything in it so badly that washing it doesn't even get it clean and it's sticky and disgusting ew my boys have never done that so when it comes to whose backpack do i not want to go through it would it's be hers,
0: hers. <laughs> yeah uh yikes and here I thought oh you know you find glitter in it or something like that but no no sticky mess no
1: she's the one though that has the has she'll be the one that has the invitation it'll be crumpled up at the bottom of her backpack (laughs) and she'll tell me that there's a party coming and I'm like if you didn't get an invitation you don't get to go like that's just it
0: right Cinderella you don't get to go to the ball okay nope
1: nope (laughs) you don't get to go (laughs) so yeah so she uh will tell me all about it and then I don't want to go into her backpack but the RSVP thing I want to RSVP I want to let people know um because I know that I stress about it and I have literally made myself sick over it so when planning you know you definitely think about that and then you know so I can totally see evening parties that would be way too risky and I and it's late and I don't know I'm with you on the time
0: Yeah, unless my kid is dressing up in a tuxedo and it's an evening soiree, okay, that's the only way I'm throwing a Saturday evening party for, you know, the little dude. So anyways, do parents even RSVP? I feel like that is a 50-50 on the ones that do. I just end up asking my cub who at school says they're coming and I go off that number Um, and kids forgetting to give the invitation to parents. Yeah, my kid is a huge offender of that fucking rule. (laughs) OK, I have found crumpled, just like you said, crumpled fucking invitations in the bottom of his bag. Like, you know, just like a, one time it was a day before the party. And I was like, OK, there's no way I'm going to be able to RSVP for this fucking party the day before. You know, I have to say, parents are kind of gracious about that. They must like have it, you know, like graced into the time frame of, you know, I'm pretty sure Paris is fucked up and she hasn't <laughs> called me yet or texted me. But I know her ass better be at this party because I'm counting on her. To balance out the fucking force <laughs> of everything that's happening you know so i mean i don't know you know so i so i end up telling you know we he looks at me and says oh you know i already told my friend that i'm coming to the party uh, okay well um did you think about telling us about this party and he <laughs> always fucking responds with well you found it now have I said this episode yet that I love that kid? Oh, God. Every episode, you are this way. Shut up. <laughs> you know, that's so
1: funny because um, I'm um i the exact opposite. I am always telling my kids to tell their little friends because their friends are like, oh, we're coming to the party. Then they, their parents need to contact me because, honestly, kids are always saying this shit. And almost always the kids that have told my kids that they're coming, but their parents didn't contact me are usually the ones that never actually show up. They, they just, they don't show up because guaranteed those parents never saw the damn invite in the first place. (laughs) Um, but when it comes to invites, my kids are pretty on it. So, you know, maybe not my youngest, because let's be honest, like I said, she's all over the map sometimes, (laughs) but my kids usually have those damn invitations sitting on the counter for me. Um, if they're really interested in it, they'll, it'll be sitting on the counter for me. Like the moment I walk in the door from work and they're like, you know, pointing, pointing. You can't see the, the thing I'm doing because I, <laughs> you know, we're not on uh, video, but they'll sit there and point at it. And I'm like, I haven't even taken my jacket off yet. Calm down. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but how early do you give out in- invites Paris? I'm, I mean, I'm always stuck on this because like is three weeks way too early or is one week too
0: late. I don't ever really understand what that should be. So this is a gray area for me and all those other parents who have kids born around a holiday should understand this. It's horrible. If you send out the invites too early, people will forget And then they're blinded by all the shit they have to take care of for said holiday. And if you send it out too late, no one will show up because they're recovering from, again, said holiday. So I kind of give people a heads up to when his party will be. And then I send them, you know, out two weeks early uh, to which still ends up being pretty close to a holiday. But it's worked out for me. So, okay. Yeah, so I have that struggle, too. I
1: have one with a mid-December birthday. So the dates for his party are super limited because of Christmas. Um, I don't plan anything the weekend their winter break starts because likely people are headed out of town for the holidays around that time. Right. And a birthday party isn't on their list of to-dos. I mean... It's not? Gonna, it's not. <laughs> right? My child is extremely important. Your kid should be at the... <laughs> no. Seriously. That's not, not really how it works. <laughs> but then I'm not going to push it all the way to January, either, But then again, I I also have a summer birthday and I've pretty much just always pushed her party into the school month of September um, so that I don't have to deal with hoping that people are in town in August when her actual birthday is. Um, That's worked out for us so far, though. She does have a friend that has a summer birthday and those parents give out the invites in June uh, before school gets out. And I feel like that's pretty risky. I mean, they know me and they know I'm going to forget. And I always tell them, make sure you text me because (laughs) I want to make sure that. My daughter makes it, but, um, that's just risky because people will have to remember and they could be out of town.
0: Right. So planning in itself should be a fun thing, but then there's Pinterest. That is a vortex. It's like following a social (laughs) influencer that makes you feel bad about yourself and your life. (laughs) Planning is a fun thing for you because, well, you're you.
1: (laughs) This does not apply to normal people. I always feel bad about my life when I see Paris's Cubs birthday parties, I'm obviously failing my children.
0: Again, shut up. (laughs) I think my favorite party I've ever planned for this kid was the Harry Potter birthday. I wish you could have been here for that. It was really pretty sweet. I went all out for that party. I made all the favors and it was one of those jumpy places that loves to give me a heart attack and every other parent, you know what I'm talking about. Your kid (laughs) is going to for sure jump in one of those things. Another kid is going to jump on him and break his fucking arm or his leg. That bouncy (laughs) fucking hell is where I had the party.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, but those places are awesome. And so are trampoline places. No. And really, you know, though really, if you want to be scared about shit, you should just be scared about everything my damn kid broke her arm falling from the monkey bars and those things are in every fucking park you go to so shit is just dangerous people just put them in bubble wrap
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just pictured you wrapping her in bubble wrap
1: (laughs) oh dude no you know what would happen she would just pop 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 and that is one of my biggest pet peeves the pop Pop, yeah. pop, so we'll stop pop. doing it stop.
0: now. Now you're my
1: pet yeah. peeve. Stop it. <laughs> well, I could do other things that would make you upset, but yes. I won't do that this episode. Yes.
0: You already did it before we started the episode, so <laughs> Courtney, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> Anyways, thankfully, nothing has happened at these places so far, but next to the cake we ordered, his party favors for that party were by far my greatest accomplishment to date, people. I had my cubs sort them into their houses. Each bag had wands that I made out of chopsticks. Yep, chopsticks. You heard me correctly. Can I just ask you a question?
1: I'm Mm going to break in here. Why did you have the cool parties after we moved away?
0: To convince you to move back. still has not worked so what obviously you're not you're not intrigued by... i didn't
1: get sorted into a house well, i'm just gonna tell you that. well
0: i can send you chopsticks you can make them damn self <laughs> <laughs> they looked legit you know I thanks pinterest do. yeah so then i made scarves uh with each house color and included spell books thank you etsy uh, and then i had an assortment of other goodies like those i think they were called Birdie Bots every flavor bean is. Did I say that right? Uh, I don't know, but they sound scary. No, I don't. I think they're basically they're what are those? What are? The, why can't I think? It, they're not Jelly Bellies. What are they called? Are they Jelly Bellies? The ones I think that they are different Jelly flavors. Bellies. Oh shit! I got it right. Why do I question myself? I'm amazing. Paris? We could both be wrong. Oh my though. gosh. I hope it's Jelly Bellies. We're gonna look like fucking idiots on this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Jelly Bellies, friends, you can go ahead and send us an email. No. Let us
0: know. <laughs> please don't post it on our facebook that's embarrassing how rude anyways (laughs) the cake though i have to give a shout out to showboy bake shop here in las vegas nevada uh i have them do all of our cakes uh and i've had them do it since his baptism you know they made the cake look a like a real harry potter spell book with the Harry Potter logo on the cover and year seven, since that was his seventh birthday at the time. It was so rad. I I still can't get over how cool that book was.
1: Man, they're awesome. But see, this is why I feel bad about my life, (laughs) because this person is my best friend. I need to reevaluate. Shut up. (laughs) Now, cakes, though, that's a whole planning situation on its own. A couple years ago, a friend of mine started making cakes, and they are fantabulous. That's a word, right? Right. Uh, Cakes by Amanda is the bomb. Um, my problem now is though, you know, I was one of her first customers, but now she's too busy, and I hate asking her for another order. I totally know she would tell me I'm an idiot if I told her that. So I hope she's listening uh, <laughs> right now. I hope she listens to our podcast. She's gonna hit me next so time, so
0: that she is like, you are never to ever like stand in line for a cake, or I don't know. If she doesn't have she doesn't actually have an actual bake shop, right? no no yet. she's not yeah she's not yet but yet. she is booked like all the time amanda you're gonna get a bake shop i promise you girl all right <laughs> this it's, is it's our, gonna this happen. Is our positive thoughts we're putting it out there for you because your cakes but, are amazing i see them on courtney's facebook page all the time because she promotes the shit out of you in case you didn't know already she's always <laughs> she posting knows. your fucking cakes. <laughs> which by the way when i was on hole 30 that was harsh oh. that was really hey, i don't
1: plan my life around your freaking eating habits why not Calm down. Okay. But, you know, I also don't... Again, we can go back to the fact that I don't plan ahead. And since she's so busy, I can't get on her calendar. So... This last uh, party, I ended up um, ordering from our local bakery, Hungry Hero. Oh, and my gosh. Damn, that place that is cake. so good. Oh, God. <laughs> and that cake was delicious. And it was so damn beautiful. Like, And it was last minute. I think I ordered it two days in advance or something like that, two or three days, because I
0: suck ass and didn't get it done. <laughs> but don't worry, Amanda. Your cakes are prettier. Just yes. have to throw that out no, there. T- All totally. right. So, you know, if you are ever stuck when planning your kid's party... Go to Yelp and find a venue. Go to Pinterest and Etsy for the favors. And go to your nearest liquor store for your favorite drink. Don't go to Lee's Liquor, though, because that's where Courtney's other best friend lives. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I miss buy, Lee's Liquor. Shut up. And buy your favorite drink. I love Mr. Lee, too. Okay? I'm not trying to clown on Lee's Liquor. They're amazing <laughs> here in Las Vegas. They are they are the liquor store to be at. Anyways, uh, so go get your favorite drink because you're going to need it when planning your kids' a next amazing birthday party.
1: Man, all the booze is needed for planning kids' parties. All the booze. You know, you mentioned favors, and another question for you, Paris. <laughs> like, I have kind of, like, just turned this into an yeah, interview. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, well, you know. Um,
0: at what age do you think favors stop? Their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's it at the end of the day we're just two moms and friends trying to keep our shit together lipstick off our teeth keep the kids alive and enjoy every moment if you want to reach us email us at moms who say the at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook and instagram with our handle at moms who say the f-word and remember if you can't say something nice come sit next to us Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really does help. Till then, these moms are fucking out.